What's going on, everybody? It's Dan from the Top 10% Podcast, and I've got Tribal in here with me. And, man, we're back in full swing, kind of. Things have been crazy for us. Um, I've been cruising all over the Midwest on rutcation, and Tribal and Kyle been all over grinding, too. I mean, yeah, and you, if you listen to the last several podcasts, you had a good host on there. A good host. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. You know what they do with that? They put it in your flowers to make sure it all grows. Uh, Nothing like a little bit of shit. No, it's good, though. It's been it's good to be able to see the versatility. And you did really well with that. I know um, you haven't had a lot of experience on um, that end of things. So that that is I've always had experience running my mouth. I deal with that's the nickname tribal. I mean, I got to deal with idiots. Well, we we know all about the that mouth portion. I think what we were getting at is like not idiots. Let me rephrase that. Um, mentally, mentally challenged people. We can't say that either. You can't say that either. <laughs> no, that's, fuck. What can I say? I don't know. It's. I mean, world's full of that. You know. Yeah. Special. Not, not, no. 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 Not special. special people. Not even in that category. No, they're not special. But look at look at us. We're right back into running rabbits all over the place. <laughs> get talking about one thing, get another thing, you know. Right. So, well, let's. I mean, let's get to it. I mean, we're. Um. Let's see. What all is going? We got to split this one. I mean, we can do we can do whatever. I mean, we we put it however we want to put it. I mean, I think we got. Yeah. We let me let me get right into it. Let me get it right into my. You're back. Yep. Dan's back. I am. We're gonna get some. Um, Podcasts start rolling back out. We, we're going to get some of our clients um, mm-hmm. that were very successful. Um, we always got new, exciting things coming up. I mean, we really got some really diverse stuff and great stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we've held back our film. We have. There's a reason for that. Knock, knock. A little hint. Reggie dropped right there. So, But we've shot some tremendous deer. So I'll get right into, you know, last time you heard an update from Dan, I think he did it on Instagram with, and then we did a little podcast with the Kentucky Buck. Mine. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Dan had some success in the Hoosier State. I it did. was a pretty epic hunt. I'll let you get right into that. We'll just make it kind of like, because um, the story's going to tell a little bit in, in the film. So, I mean, we could just give a short version of the... Yeah, I mean, because... All these podcasts want, nowadays is about everybody sucking each other's cocks, so we don't have to do that, right? No, I mean that's. I mean, I did I just say that? That yeah, was not. You did. That was not appropriate. You did. It's just, it's a stroke fest. It really is. Right. I right mean, it really is. Like I just, you know, I I I grind on this there from three hundred and fifty yards. I, I mean, it's, we don't got to go in that, but you got to tell a story of of well, of. There's a couple things. That, solo hunt. I'll right. Let you, just just tell it and tell it in a, in a um, new farm. Yeah. We'll, we'll start there. We'll start. We got a new farm. Right, farm that, that we put together. We did. Uh, we went in, we put it together, and we kind of, on this farm, unlike, we put a lot of attention into the velvet side in Kentucky, so we kind of just, we kind of let this farm just marinate. We had some cameras, we had some things, we didn't, we were concerned with um, deer numbers, where it's not a highly populated, high concentrated deer area. We do have another farm or two in Indiana that we have access to. Um, I guess we've got more than that, really. You know, we, and Kyle's got his farm too. So we we are spread out all over Indiana, but this particular area is not a high concentration area. But we put in a good game plan. We did. We did. We went in. We put in some plots. We did some things. We cut some, you know, some lanes and some things that needed to happen. Accesses. Actually, put in. We we put in 
plots twice actually because we put them in the you and I put them in in the spring. Then you and Kyle went back again later on and put in which the other, which contributed to to keeping these things moving. Yeah, right. With, with a, such a like diverse forestry area, it, it gave us ability to pinpoint the top three deer on the farm. We did. So in a nutshell, we did. We found the deer. Um, I had set out to God after Kentucky. I really set out to like highly target Illinois. Um, with hopes of getting on a couple pigs that we had from last year. And, and being frank, my Illinois farms did not, like, oh, I just didn't have a deer on camera. I didn't, it was it was a struggle that year. I don't know, uh, Illinois keeps their EHD on hush-hush for whatever reason, so I don't know if I had a brash of, the neighbor told me we had a pretty good hit of EHD, so I hope that that didn't happen, but. All states keep up keep it hush hush now. yeah i mean nowadays i mean but i think it's even worse over there because i think they you know they're bringing in so many outside you know outsiders yeah, coming tag. yeah no kidding 476 40 or something <laughs> that gets you for not including a gun tag if you're there hunting you know with a non-resident gun tag this weekend good luck but um you know it it was kind of what i was targeting and then i was getting frustrated because it wasn't you know i've seen a couple deer don't get me wrong i mean we had a couple target bucks there at the farm but it, we just i just couldn't get on them so um, I decided because of the distance, I decided I'm going to make a change, do something different. I came home um, and decided, all right, I'm going to just go. I'm going to try Indiana. Um, you guys had been there. You and Kyle had been to that farm the week before, I believe. Um, and sat just sat four sits and saw two deer in four sits, one being one of those shooter bucks, just not a shooter buck to me. Right, right. That was the other. That was the other one, right? That was the other, the eight point or whatever. Big eight point. Big eight. Just not something I wanted to shoot. Well, and, and realistically, that deer is a good deer. That you know what I mean. Obviously, next oh, he's, year he's, he's going to be phenomenal. Great, great category for anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a phenomenal deer next year. Um, I uh, we had two other deer, as he told you. We had this big eight. We had a big nine. Um. Then we had a random deer show up that we're not sure if it was even what the deal was on that one. And that may have been that same deer, but he had a split brow. So we may have had four deer, but I think the one was just a, a rut cruiser. The, he yeah, just happened three, to be in the three, area. Three, three that were regulars. Yeah. Um, and then we had the Big Ten. And we we when we first looked at the farm, you and Kyle walked it. You'd found a couple places that were, you know, high probability areas of the farm. And I one of them being triple tree, one of them being triple tree. Yep. And it's just kind of like, uh, and you'll see in the video, uh, once we get the footage out to you guys, it's kind of like a weird, it's a weird little draw pinch area that there's some good security cover on two, three sides, really perfect pitch. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it comes into like a perfect, like, like you just said, it's a perfect pinch. So I went in, came in, I don't know, that was a, what day was that? That was that. I came in on the 6th, yeah. Yeah, I came in on the 6th that night. Mm -hmm. um, decided I was going to just hang and bang in the morning, grab the Elevate and the sticks, and got up early and went and hung a stand. And my first sit there was just like, um, just like their four sits, very uneventful. Um, little to no activity, even squirrels, even it was just very quiet, very still. 
and you know the woods is pretty big and vast right there even with this cover and just nothing um i don't even think i seen anything like turkeys or anything that morning um so i got down i made a move i said okay for midday i'm gonna go try and sit this bottom draw so i do that jumped in the stand uh well actually at, at that point i had rehung the elevate i think yeah i rehung the elevate over this draw, just a couple sticks high, and just said, okay, I'm just going to sit here for the midday and hope something's kind of, you know, cruising this little, there's a creek bottom that goes through there, and, would, you know, a bunch of pinches come down to create the infamous thermal hub that everybody talks about. Um, but I don't even know what a thermal hub is. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, a, basically a hub where all these ridges come together and down to this creek bottom, and that's that's where we went to watch and see what happens. You know, obviously all the thermals drop to there, so the deer have a tendency to cruise through it, I think, is what they get at. But, yeah, whatever. That was very uneventful. I seen one doe, and she was going to bed on, a, or a like, an adjacent ridge to me, and that was and that was it. So I went back to the truck, um, grabbed side-by-side, side, said, all right, I'm going to – I was still feeling like my first instinct was to be back near this triple tree back to this rut pinch that we said in rut, it's going to be money. We had a couple spots that we knew that were going to be money. And I said, Hey, I'm going to try and do something a little bit different. I'm going to get in here looking at the wind. The wind was a little different. Was it like a Northeast wind or something? So it was blowing kind of a different, it was blowing different than what it would normally blow on that property. So I changed the positioning based on the triple tree, which if you know anything about anything that we do, we love the doubles and the triples. If we can find doubles and triples trees anywhere, that's where you're going to find us hanging sets just because we love them. Uh, yeah, and essentially that was just the corridor. Yeah, and that and it just happened to be that area, and the tree was just money. So not far from there, I found a small double tree and grabbed the saddle and kind of slipped in right on the edge of the security cover on the one side. And... I don't know, sat there and same as the morning. I got was probably about one thirty, two o'clock. I got in the stand, um, hadn't really seen anything. And then I had a, uh, you know, a big brood of turkeys come through making a whole bunch of racket and they had just went through and it was probably three thirty, four o'clock. And I don't know. I think I'd text you guys to see what you guys were doing. And you guys were, you know, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. You were at UBOs and, um, I think Kyle had already tagged out and you were in the stand. So Kyle was, you know, and we were just kind of texting back and forth. Yeah, like Kyle we normally do. Truck. Kyle was in the truck scouting. Yeah. We were just kind of texting back and forth and doing whatever. And it'd been a little bit. And so about 20 minutes after four, I heard some noise from over my shoulder back off where this rut pinch kind of starts. Um, and I just kind of glanced over my shoulder and it was a pretty quick, <laughs> pretty quick decision that okay here comes a shooter and from there he changed his directions as opposed to what we had assumed he would go I mean he could have been coming through this area every day and we were just missing him on camera we were just getting him every you know three to five days. days yeah and but a little key to that that we'll throw in there is Scott and I had talked about this and I said man that deer for whatever reason, he kept repeating his pattern. If he was there in the night or in the day, he was there again within about a 12-hour period. So that was really my my whole patterning instinct on it. So I said, well, he, he was there at, what, 3 in the morning? Something like that? Something pretty close to 3 in the mm-hmm. morning or something like that? And so I'm like, he's, he, he's going to come back through here. So sure enough, 
And at that point, I didn't know that that was the deer. That was the deer that we were targeting. But he slips through, comes in, makes a hard turn, doesn't go in front of the camera, um, comes to about, I don't know, it's probably 20, 22 yards. I was in the saddle, um, hunted in the saddle off and on. I've really been hunting a lot more in it this year, but over the years I've hunted a few times and just never, um, they used to not be comfortable, but it's super comfortable now. I really enjoy it actually. And, um, you know, I, I was hanging out in the saddle and he comes in, he slips in all the way behind me. So, you know, I spun around and he was on his way into some thick cover and I stopped him and put a money shot on him and he went, 38 yards and the rest you'll have to just tune into the footage to yeah get anything all, on that got it all on film then yeah. did your own hero picks i did i did uh did some of those at night uh, well actually we had we got some other stuff that's that kyle and i did as well with this one that's going to be a little bit different yeah um, some cool stuff we got some cool stuff where we added for the video so um you know obviously you know i call these guys and you know, of course, Kyle's in the truck, so he was quick to – he was calling before. I barely got the text typed out, and he's calling me. What's the deal? What's going on? You know, and with our history this year, and we didn't want to – we didn't want to pressure this deer at all and get down and push him. So we didn't really know at that point. I knew the shot felt good, looked good. Um, I hadn't watched the footage back, but um, once I got a chance to, you know, get down, I didn't even watch the footage. I mean, when we got over to the arrow, I sent a picture of the arrow in the in the sight – and impact uh, site. Yeah. Yeah. When I sent that to Scott and Kyle, everybody and all of us were like, yeah, go, go, go round them up, go now. So, Before and I thought, daylight. yeah. And I thought that, thought that I'd heard him go down. So nonetheless, uh, turns out to be the big 10 that we were targeting. So we got lots of footage all the way back to when he was involved at back in June and July on this deer. So, um, it's a good story, good history with him. And, um, a success story on a new farm again. That's that's two this year that you know we were able to get into and, and grind through. And uh, I, I feel like we put the best effort into. It's just one of them really weird farms. It's just no big deer density, hundred percent no big deer density. You're hunting no. big woods, and I you know hilly ridges, kind of our element, but yet we still had enough awareness to know. These are the pinch points. This is what we'll do. When we went there. It was I, hard to see that when it was all green, too. You know I, what I mean? Oh, like, it was, yeah. But when we went there, we had the, the, the encounter with the eight. and Just didn't, you know, cut to snuff to what, what, what I was willing to draw the bow back on. And then uh, Kyle was actually filming, and we had to get going because we got invited to a wedding, and we felt like, it was absolutely something we should do because we've grown to be friends with Ryan and his family and um, went to the wedding. And so it's kind of cool to see that, you know, yeah, it took some grinding out, but in a team effort, we, 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 we got that deer, got that deer killed. And it, I mean, to have a deer killed on that farm, it ain't, it ain't no joke. Cause this is one of the farms that will really frustrate you really, really bad. Well, I think you you were ready to, like, you were, when I talked to you the one day, you were ready to throw in the towel. You were just frustrated. Like, I'm not going here. I'm not sitting oh, here. Oh, I can't seeing, stand not seeing no see deer. See no deer. And, and I think what you see like four, hunting, hunting up four the, deer. Yeah, hunting in the UP or some yeah. crap. You know, you got wolves or something out there eating all the deer or some shit. But it's, 
it you just stick to the game plan, stick to it, stick to it, stick to it, and hunt smart. And so no matter what, even with us going down there and sitting twice mm-hmm. in that spot, it still didn't blow it out. We're right. still getting the eight points, still getting the the two, another eight point. Um, and then Big Ten showed up by the time we hit Ohio. So we knew there was a good chance that you could kill that deer. So it worked out. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better no, scenario be for that time of year. And then the same thing, Kyle killed night before mm-hmm. on a, on his third buck of the year. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, we got we got tons of footage. We got all that stuff to to unfold to you guys too. I mean, uh, Kyle's got three in the bag. I've got two. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll go right into the fact that I should I should have three. <laughs> we won't talk about Michigan, but God, man. Um, I mean, we can. I'm whatever but yeah what it gets us you know you know i always say the seasons go from season of hope mm-hmm. season of reality and then season of depression yeah we're in that season of depression gun season started if you ain't killed your target buck and it just gets really really tough from here on out but mm-hmm. we'll see what happens you know we've had i've had opportunity to kill deer um, spent a lot of sits with my daughter. Um, second day gun, I had three, a good opportunity. Three there, shooters, yeah. Tending one doe, all three of them kind of just working one doe on the lease that we put a lot of work into, all one fifty and up. Mm-hmm. And just she sat from five fifty five in the morning to five fifty not five at night. And She's I a trooper you, for that all day. She's 11 years old, and she just couldn't get the ethical shot. And she. Well, she, that's, she, that's she, something she, to be said because she's really, really worries about, even like with Bo, she's really concerned about. Oh, shot I, placement. Yeah, I can't shoot I that far. Yeah. I want to make it. I don't, you know, she don't want to harm the animal and have it be wounded and running off. She's really good about that. Yeah, I took will everything say. in my power not to. Give me the gun. <laughs> Rip that three fifty out of the 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 whole the, the, you know the holder and just say hey you, you know let me let me handle this because one of the bucks were definitely a shooter. Well, two of the two hundred percent two of them would be something I would be right ecstatic about, and the other one would definitely that still would have been ecstatic about because we've put the work in on that farm. But I haven't hunted since since I haven't had her. Um, mm-hmm. Be tough weather. We're gonna try to get her back out tomorrow, and maybe even Sunday. Yeah, it um, might be a little high pressure, a little sunny. Something. So be better. So, you know, she's she's up. To, she's now down to a six point or better. So, hopefully she's we get we can get it done for for Abby, and then I can get back to um. You know, she's gonna long, get a better opportunity than that six point though. She's ready. Been she's long ready. enough for um, Kentucky. I did hit a deer in on Kentucky, never found it. So, so I'm gonna start hunting Kentucky again, start bow hunting. Um, Michigan, obviously, we're just kind of waiting on all these storms. Um, got some spots, bow hunting only spots. So we'll get into them and get through all this bad weather and get get the deer more on a patternable thing without rut. Well, 
thing. That's some kind of buzz going on there. Oh, it's that you touch that table and that thing vibrates on that mic stand. I don't know why it does that, but oh yeah, it took my feet off. My feet are sweating like two squirrels fucking in a wool sock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, there's something. <laughs> to be, you touched on something there that I think that that we do. And you know what I mean? We kind of just coast through gun season. It's really difficult. You know, if you know us by now, you know that we would much rather um, put stuff on the ground with a bow and arrow. I mean, I think there's a lot of you guys out there that listen to to our podcast that probably are the same way. Um, but then again, we're we're not we're not afraid to pick up a firearm and, and get out there either. I mean, we've been oh, doing no, that. It's been very enjoyable. We got the, the um, 350 Legends mm-hmm. with the Saturn Liberty Barrels Customs, yep. uh, you know, built right here in the headquarters and their tack drivers are a lot yeah. of fun. Um, I went to Missouri. We <laughs> <sighs> don't even get into that. That was a shit show. But I had my arc. I had the opportunity to hunt, gun hunt, but ended up getting some bullets sailed over my head. Um, hunting a farm that was supposed to be two people ended up being like nine people. I'm like, ah, that's enough of this. I'm going to drive home. Yeah. Um, recoup. That's frustrating. Oh, it was very, very frustrating. Um well, and then to hear the stories that go along with that, like I, we can't. I mean, it's just it's it's stupidity. Ain't no big deer. Ain't yeah. no deer worth it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we like the gun hunting, and Kyle's down in Indiana right now. He has not filled his Indiana tag. Um. He's had some great videos of you know 130, 140 inch deer. He's been passing up. I don't know what he's hunting. He's he's bound and determined to get something bigger to show up. Um, he has a way of making that happen, though, don't he? He's down there grinding it out and putting the time in the stand. So I mean, I got to hand it to him. So we've had we've had a very very successful season. We got clients shooting some amazing deer, mm-hmm. um, and their stories will come out. Our website is up and running. Up now, and yeah. running. Um, got more coming with that too. We're just going through the phases with that. So we're trying yeah. to get all that done before the first of the year. So, I mean, we got a lot of good stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, coyote hunting coming up. Um, that's a lot of former deer guys that did get their deer. Now they're geared up to be coyote masters. Wait, so what you're saying is like... <laughs> What you're saying well, is I'm a coyote master this year, bro. What you're saying is I got, if I, I can't kill deer, then I can definitely I kill say, coyotes. I didn't say that. No, man. There's some of them, these some of these coyote guys. I've <laughs> I've been watching, man. They're killing some killing some strokers. Um, deer. Yeah, I, I mean, just I just saying it. You know, it's another season to look forward to. You know, get the thermals out, get the arcs out. Yeah, it's it's always enjoyable, you know, and it's way more. Get out. And we un- cut uncoil up. all the bad stuff out of us. You know, we yeah. cut all that. We uncoiled all that crap out of our. System, system, you know, yeah. all that, all the misses baggage. in the in the non deer killing <laughs> days. Yeah, you, know, you just you get out there, you get out there, and you just get after it. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's, I think that I like the coyote thing because we really like when we get out there and like anybody that's hunted with us as a group. I mean, we get Jason Miller and those guys out there, Jeremy and, and Kyle, all of us, any of us, you get us together, and you know, we have a tendency to really kind of cut it up. I mean, which. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we really, the drives to and from farms sometimes turn into like, if we recorded oh, everything, we got, it's we got, like. I, let me share this story. Oh, God. I don't know which one, but. Okay, so when, when we first met, when I first met Dan. Oh, God. Him and his buddy came out to hunt with me and Jason. Jason is a guy we call bee stings. 
Mm-hmm. And B is the master of getting ground. <laughs> I mean, he buzzes from one side of eight different counties. Anywhere, yeah. And hands down, he's probably one of the best dudes at getting ground. Flat out gets ground, and he grinds. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's not afraid to hunt it either once no, he gets so it. So we, we get this massive storm coming right when we're all going to go hunt. And Jason's running the gun. I'm running the call. And you're running the gun. And mm-hmm. your buddy was running the gun. Yep. So it's three guns and pretty much trying to go out and get a feel for each other, you know, and, and you know, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I want to go hunt. You want to go hunt? Yeah, let's go hunt. We go out and go hunt. And, um, so we get this storm. It's just brewing, but there's a period. It's like it's where it's going to slow down. Blizzard. Yeah, it's a blizzard. We need an hour and a half. We try one set. It's just absolute whiteout conditions. And I said, guys, is this going to end an hour and a half? Right. How would you say we run back to headquarters? And then we'll take off, grab some McDonald's. Something, yeah. Something. So let's go back to headquarters, store our stuff in the dryer. So what we did, so we're all, I'm in here, I'm in my long johns walking around, and Dan and his buddy are like looking at each other like, this motherfucker <laughs> got his long, he, he just walking around in his long johns, which, you know, his clothes, headquarters. Whatever, it's. Right, yeah, so. I mean, and it was like it was like a deer camp, but not deer camp. Yeah, it was, it was, it was deer camp in the middle of the night, so. <laughs> All right, I'm like, what time's McDonald's close? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Um, At that time, I think it was like it was pre-COVID, so it was probably what midnight. Yeah. So here, twenty four hours. We go, Hell, okay, I don't the, know. the the snow's starting to cut out. We got the window. We got dry time, and we got to hit McDonald's. I'm hungry. I need coffee. And he needed coffee. If you know anything about me? I don't go very long without coffee. And Jason is supposed to be an engineer. So. We pull in this McDonald's, and it's an ordeal. Jason's, like, ordering food and ordering coffees and doing this and doing that. And I don't – what? How, how did the girls – I don't know. It was, like – She said 20 – It was $20 and some change, like $20 and, like, 63 cents or something stupid. And then – Jason says he hands her two twenties, right? Or a fifty or something. Gave her two twenties. Two twenties. Two twenties. Mm-hmm. And she gave him two two twenties and some change. And maybe even some ones. <laughs> oh, it was like it was She like, handed him cash like she was paying paying rent. <laughs> it was bad. Right. And and Jason's saying, no. You still owe me. No, that's what it was. She handed him his change, and it was it was change. And then he goes, no, I oh, yeah, gave you. Didn't. So he tells her this confusing thing, and I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? And she reaches in the thing and hands him another 40, so it was like 60 bucks, right? Because he got his change, so it was like 59-something to change. And she goes, honey, I know how to do math. He says, no, listen, I'm an engineer, <laughs> Ten minutes in this drive-through window. Yeah, he goes. I'm an engineer. I don't know how they could have heard anything. Me, you, and so Jay she gets were laughing so hard. Right? And she, she reaches in the drawer and hands him more money, and I'm like, "Did that just happen? Did he just get paid to come to McDonald's?" 
And he's sitting there, sitting there. All of a sudden, the light, the, 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 the light goes off, and he goes, wait a second. Why did you give me all this money back? And she says, I don't know. You got me so confused about how much money. And he's just like, I just said, listen, J- J- just give her the $29 back. She just gave you 30 bucks money. Uh, so you bad. just 30 bucks more. You were going to make 30 bucks, but we don't need the 30 bucks. Just give her 30. And he's like, no. He's trying to add it up. He's trying to add it up. I said, man, you can't. You, you got too many layers on to get your boots off. I'm telling you right now, you owe her 30 bucks. We pull up the thing, and he's like, oh, man, she, she gave us 30 extra dollars. I'm saying, yeah, she did. <laughs> and then you, you um didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> And I was just like, I'm amazed that you just totally brainwashed this woman. Oh, it was. That you gave her more money, and then she said, screw it, here's your money, and some. I think there was like eight extra cheeseburgers in the bag, too. I don't know. Yeah, we had a whole bunch more. Like We had five bags. Two extra coffees. It was like, it, it was ridiculous. But it was, you know, she got, we gave the money back. Right. We did not. You know, make sure their drawer was, but Jason was so lost. So where is that? And I said, engineer my ass. <laughs> you can't even add up 10 plus 10. We still and pick Dan, on him yeah, regularly Dan, for Dan that and, shit. Dan and his buddy are in the backseat just cracking up. Oh, it was. Because I'm was, just sitting there. I pulled my phone up. I said, I turned around whispering, guys, look at this guy. He has no clue what he's doing. <laughs> and he didn't. He had no clue what it's, he was doing. It's those moments, though, like cutting up like that, that like that's the part that. God, if we could record half of those, man. <laughs> could have a podcast with stuff with Jason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just events of with Jason. <laughs> oh, God. It yeah. could just be its own deal, just hunting with Jason. Yeah, so uh, we it's got, always a good time. Yeah, coyote season is, is, is right around the corner, and um, we just had Joe Bartos on, did a podcast yep. with him. That was very, very good for that was such an easy one for me to host because Joe did all the work. Yeah, I mean, it, Joe's he's it, super knowledgeable and, you know, just the, the stuff that, you know, he knows about the, the coyote side. I mean, he grinds the coyotes and, and, you know, the gun side, you know, as much or more than we do with the deer stuff. So Yeah, it's just such a pleasure to have him and Jay Flint. Um, their knowledge is... It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, and they're um, they're good to to give it up to. Like if I call and ask them a question, they're you know what I mean, or send them a message. And those guys are not gonna, you know what I mean. And even the same thing. I mean, I see all the posts on on the, you know, those coyote pages and stuff where Joe's in there and he's telling these guys, you know, trying to help them out in any way, shape, or form. Joe just got back too. He was just back. He was out west with his dad, right? Out and west they, with his dad, deer hunting too, yeah. and coyotes, mangy coyotes, and yeah. little deer, and little deer. That's what he said. That's Those what are his words, not mine. <laughs> Um, so I'm not, don't care what he shot. Don't care what anybody else shoots. Hearing a lot of that. Neighbors are shooting all the deer up, but Mm. it's always just reiterate. It's always your hunt. Shoot what you want. And if you want to try to shoot bigger deer and manage bigger deer, you can only control what you could do. So call us and we'll help you do that. Right. If you (laughs) shoot a small buck, you're that neighbor. Don't worry about what the neighbor is going to do and say, well, if I let it walk, the neighbor is going to shoot it. It's never an excuse. And 
be proud of whatever you shoot. Yep. If it's a six point, who cares? It's a well, spike point. There's something to be said in that exactly right there. If you're if you're not proud of your harvest and it doesn't excite you or you don't then you shouldn't have shot it to begin with. That's the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if your host be, if your if your post starts out not the biggest deer in the world. Yeah, nah, no. Doesn't matter. I'm done reading it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, tell the story. Like, I don't, I don't care if you shot a unicorn. I, I mean, whatever. I might shoot a one horn buck. I got, I got one here. I got one here. Big one horn buck over on that farm. Oh, you did. He's a five. Yeah, big five year old. Big, big, big sucker. I forgot about that. We've seen him opening day, didn't you? Um, is that the no before opener? Yeah, the bow hunt you made. And then Kyle filmed him while he hunted out there one day. Um, it's a big deer. Yeah, it's like the one sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big old eight point frame. It broke broke off fighting. It's a big deer, big giant tank, but not going to be the prettiest amounts, but mature deer. They do good with the euros and things like that. I mean, it always looks good to be, you know, getting those mature deer, and you know, you're still hunting a mature deer. I mean, so, yeah. bottom line. Well, what else we got? We got a lot coming up with, um, we're going to announce A lot more some, shows, too. We got shows coming in. Well, and then plus, I'm going to line up some um, um, wintertime events here at headquarters where we're going to do some free stuff on deer management. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk food plot talk. We are going to talk forestry talk. Um break down some techniques we're gonna break down some stuff um we're gonna get into just free information um probably have chili type of atmosphere or something you know i don't care we get that we get that free get that free chili (laughs) we're gonna give that free chili out get some free chili and some information and hopefully you can put it into your your bag of tricks and maybe we'll run a podcast off of them when we do them or, you know, get them out on the internet. Um, trying to get more information out to build our, um, build our stuff up. But we want to, we want to share common man stuff. You know, you hear a lot about public land mm-hmm. and we had a podcast where I got Kyle and Cortland to talk about what they would do on public land if they were on public land. Yep. I don't think we put that out yet. I haven't put it out yet. No. Um, you know, so it's 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 a mindset that we're trying to get. Um, to be well, honest, we probably we probably would have had better success if we would have just kicked off that private ground and went and hunted public land in some of the areas. There was nobody hunting some of the areas that we marked. Yeah, it sure. probably would have saw more deer than what we were seeing in Indiana. You mean in Indiana? Yeah, yeah. I use Indiana as an example. Well, I thought the same thing when I that last trip to Illinois, I thought I actually looked when I left Indiana after killing there, I left and I thought to myself if I hadn't got that that big mainframe, I don't he's a 10, but he's really an 8 with two little flyers. Um, but if I hadn't got him back on camera again, I probably wouldn't have went back to the one farm. I probably would have went and found some public somewhere around there. Um, we do have some other team guys, I mean, uh, that are out. I think they're in Illinois right now um, doing some hunting. Louisiana's there. Is he there still? 
Island Boy, yeah. Island Boy's there. I think he's done. He shot a doe. No, and they went back? Yeah, he was there while it was, while it was hot. It was yeah, hot. So he was there, right, Royally when I was there, too. So, But, yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said with that. But, like, a lot – we, not to say that we've been spoiled or we haven't hunted public. We're just accustomed to the, the Michigan public experience. And I think that that's, that's really – until recently, I think that's really soured a lot of a lot of guys like myself that grew up hunting that. I mean, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I like what you guys are doing and getting out there and grinding. You public land guys are they're killing it. They're killing some big deer, and they're doing you know they're doing the same thing. And not to say that a public land deer is easier or harder to kill than a private land deer because it's still a deer on land somewhere. It you know what I mean? They're still deer, deer, deer. They do deer things. So I guess if if you can figure it out enough to know the same things like we told you earlier in this podcast to be able to go into ground that you don't know and hunt it like you've never been there before and evaluate and find a funnel or find a pinch or find a thermal hub or find whatever and be able to put something on the ground, hey, I'm going to pat you on the back for that because that, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to figure these animals out. And even when you think you got them figured out, you don't. You know what I mean? Look look at how many times we go into somewhere and we look at it and we go, okay, we got we got the inventory, we have the intel, and we still, well, we told you, we're still grinding. We're still grinding in the States. For sure. And that's not going to stop. I mean, we'll be grinding as far as we can <laughs> until the yeah, season's over. After January. I mean. The whole month of December. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because our, our Ohio, Ohio grounds a wash. So. Complete wash. Complete wash. Ohio went to um, EHD land. That whole area really got ravished. Yeah, I think that's an understatement. Um. So, I mean, yep, deer season's been very successful. It has. Not just for us. I mean, even even uh, like you said, our clients and and members of the team. A lot of guys. I, put yeah, I don't have a deer. I don't have a tag hung. Still carrying tag sandwiches. Yeah, I'm about to bring that crock pot in here. You can just start filling that and, bad dude up. But we have a serious tag soup at this when, point. When you get down to the meat and potatoes of what the season's brought, I've been with you mm-hmm. and Kyle both mm-hmm. shooting mature bucks. Mm-hmm. I've been with Kyle filming on a 170-inch deer mm-hmm. Number Michigan. Number two, yep. And I've been with Kyle in Ohio where, you know, we, me and him basically kind of get, take care of our own stuff mm-hmm. whenever we go hang out with Ryan, which, which was a blessing for him to to, you know, give us that opportunity to where, you know, we don't become a burden on him. Right. Um, and I've been with my daughter and had an opportunity to kill a giant with her. Um, I've got five, six, seven, eight clients all with 150-inch deer. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've been st- toe for toe with them, step for step. I can't explain that feeling I get when you get that phone call. That's great, right? And we just well, prime example. It's an understatement. It, 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 let me just put this way: 
to have seven clients kill mm-hmm. we literally only had 10 clients yeah because we were still in that phase of like we were in that building phase and we weren't really taking on that and much I'm work absolutely yeah absolutely I mean, not because not only was i taking care of clients farms i was taking care of all our stuff <laughs> all our stuff <laughs> And to see the success rate, we're batting over. I mean, I've got Aaron Judge record um, stats right now. We're in the seven hundreds. We're good. It's 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 freaking pretty damn good right now. Huh? Yeah, and we're really we got a lot so of season. I, really, technically, a lot of season left. I mean, I put a big goal out. I shot a stupid lofty goal out. I said I was going to shoot five bucks over one fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned down a buck over one hundred and fifty. Shoot him. Turned around another one that was 150. I didn't shoot him. Mm-hmm. It, it really is a state. Put, well, and then you had the state. Kentucky deer. That deer's over 150 inches. Oh, yeah. I did, I did shoot him. I wanted that deer. Right. I didn't want to think about that deer again. Eh, um, we'll find it. I hope so. I got to get down there. Um, that was a great deer. Big brow. Mm-hmm. Dan thought he shot big brow. He got the name I know. I, he shot big nine, but it was big. Yeah, it, it, was it, all, it all was very, very was excitable. Um, so, I mean, when somebody says, man, you're having a shit season, oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Not at all. I've, I've literally, this has probably been one of the best seasons that Top Ten's pretty much had in a while. Um, and we've changed some of our formatting. Um, not even changed it. We just getting right down to what we're trying to put together and putting our identity back out of what who we are. It's it's a real and not being saturated with no, a lot of it's just of, a real brand at that point. Like we're just trying to give you the realness and in, in the you know, what it's really all amounts to. And I think like you said, it kind of goes without saying, like, the level of success and all the conversations we've had. And, you know, I know a lot of those guys call you first, but even then just just going through it and hearing the stories or people talking about things that, you know, I've had guys send me a message, you know, on Instagram or whatever and say, hey, man, I listen to you and Scott and, you know, Kyle was saying this about this and we put that into play. And guess what, man, I shot I shot the biggest deer I've ever shot. And, you know, it's, it's not huge, but, you know what I mean, like, it's the biggest deer I've ever killed. I'm like, hey, man. Todd, Todd Riley. Todd, yeah, he just killed a good one, yeah. Killed a good one. We had, we had an opportunity to, you know, I, he's like, I'm going to go see it at this other farm. I'm like, are you out of your skull? Right. Go back to the stand. Go back to the, st- the, the stand. Back where, and yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I said, dude, it's a rut. If you ain't in that stand. And I wasn't there, but he called up. and Hey, man, I just put an arrow in. I sent Kyle over there, and they tracked it right down. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest videos that we got coming out and probably going to be pretty good when you get to see it is my buddy Big B, Brent Lay, he actually just put a post out, so I don't, I don't mind saying it. He has been through hell and high water. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, a little bit of loss in family. Injury to his son changed, you know, to where his son's got, you know, basically hunting has to change how he hunts. And if you know his son, Chase, this kid absolutely will grind 
dark to dark, dark to dark. Die hard. And he's a, a senior in high school, mm-hmm. hurting football. And man, did they just need a break. We put some food plots into his Chelsea farm. Um, and Brent and Chase have just been grinding and grinding. And it finally came together. Chase drilled a giant nine point. Mm-hmm. Crumbled in 50 yards. Dad's, all his emotions just fell apart. <laughs> Tears came out. And, um, you know, that's what it's all about. It's, it's um, you know. Well, it's like sharing sharing those moments, especially after such a, you know, um, just high stress few months, especially for, you know, w- we know. But, y- you know, it, it's 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 tough when you're, you're going through those things and you, you're battling and you have kids that are as passionate as his boys about the outdoors and sports, and to see them get hurt in um, in a moment of you know that passion, and, and especially at that age, you know what I mean. Like, man, it just creates something more. So, you know yeah. what I mean. And you know, it's just a struggle. You know, we all we all do that when we're young. We play sports and do whatever, and. You, you wish for none of that to ever happen to you or anybody you know, but things happen. You know what I mean? They do. And, you know, to push through it and still, yeah, you know. Two of those stories. That, you know, that one's on film. We got another. I got another buddy just mm-hmm. been kick, getting kicked in the balls, kicked in the balls, finally executed and got his son his first buck, archery buck. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, it's, that's what hunting is about is getting those moments and sharing them with your children or your family or friends. Well, that brings up another point on that too. It's just like you and I were talking about off record. You know, we got to get these young people involved. You know, us old people, we love hunting. We do. Growing up hunting and doing whatever, but the numbers are down and we got to push it. We got to get these kids out there. I heard 150,000 sales less or 130. 130, exactly. something like that, and less in license sales. So who knows? Who knows what the final number is going to be? But I can tell you, looking at the deer numbers, and I can tell you, looking at the numbers on the other side of the fence, which those of you that know that what I do for a day job, I can tell you right now, the deer hit numbers on the collision side are way up. Way up. On the hunter side, they're down. Way down. We normally kill three hundred fifty thousand deer a year. I don't, I don't even know. Roughly, I mean, here in Michigan, I bet we're not. We're not. When I last looked, I don't think we were half of that. I have no clue. Yeah. Got a lot of good season left. I think we'll get there. I mean, I don't know. Got a hungry mouse. I get, yeah, that's the other thing. They like to shoot a lot of does. That's okay. Does before bros. Won't have no bros if you shoot all your does. Yeah, you won't have no bros if you shoot all your does. Um, no, there's just... Um, it's like today that guy come into the store and he brought his son, his little boy, and... You know, I, I had some burgers, so I just pulled off the grill. I made sure I made that little boy a burger, and we talked hunting. He was all about it. He was all about it. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of struck me. I want to see the younger generation back out there hunting. Um, you know, without it, it's going to be gone. Right. Well, on that note, too, I think I, I had a friend of mine reach out to me um she used to work for me a while back and she joined a, another 
organization she took over as a I think she took over as like a marketing director or something for them or in this region and they don't have a big firm hold but and, and you and I haven't talked about this yet but she reached out to me from the female standpoint and had asked about you know our involvement and I said yeah we're, we're all about it we want to push for more and more and more so um, you know, she's going to get with us and, and hopefully we can, we can get some other stuff going there too. And love to get the kids involved a little bit more and, and try and get, you know, bring your kids down, shoot in the range. We don't charge for kids to shoot ever, never have. So, I mean, you know what I mean? And it's, it's cold outside. Bring them in here in the warmth. Yeah. Bring them in here in the warmth and shoot in the range. And, you know, obviously we, we, if they don't know anything about it and they want to learn, come on in. Jeremy love to teach them, teach them all about it. Yeah, he's definitely a um, super guy for about getting the kids involved. Got patience like you won't believe. Yeah, yeah, he does a great job, especially with the kids. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough sometimes. It's tough to teach that. It's tough. It's, it's you know, obviously it's easy to I, get I think, injured I, in a situation like that, but you got to be think, careful. I think, you know, you hear a lot of talk about one buck rule, two buck rule, you know, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Personally, if you, you know, when you register these deer in the state, you're going to get recommended for CWD, right? Testing, CWD testing. So that's a big push for the state. So I know what I'm going to suggest to get more hunters is probably going to get frowned upon. But, man, they got to bring baiting back. Well, even if they did. Because you take a kid, you know, say you got a family that owns 15 acres up north, right? Mm-hmm. You go up there, the soil sucks. And you you're not growing a food plot. You have somebody like me come up there to up north and put your food plot in. Uh-uh. It just doesn't, with all the other bills, or, you know, you don't even want to get the local guy to put it in. You can't put your bag of carrots down. Because you're afraid you're going to get a ticket. You can't put no corn down, no carrots, no sugar beets. You drive up there. You sit three, four sits. And you tell me what kid is going to last after the second sit and not seeing a deer. He's going to say to his mom, Dad, I don't want to do this shit. Right. It's boring. Right. Yeah, what's in it for me? And there's nothing in it's, it for them at that point. They're not seeing no, no. wildlife. Because, no. you know, and, and, and you'll get the fanatic hunters... And they'll be like, well, you know, they should teach them how to hunt, you know, without having bait. Oh, that was part of Michigan, Michigan tradition to go up north. These are people that don't have the same ability no. as guys like us. And, you know, the, but we're speaking to a small percentage of the hunting community. That's why numbers are down. We're not recruiting because you can't see shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they don't have, they work 60 hours a week. And then they get one weekend, they can go hunt in the month of October. They should be able to put a big-ass bay pile down to get three does and a spike horn to come out so the kid can shoot a deer. Right. I agree. I mean, look at, look I don't, at it I don't across. I shit because you can't stop CWD. They ain't no, and look at it, it across the board. Look at it across the board. I mean, you know what I mean? You look at these other states that, that still allow it. I mean, it's all over the place still. Kentucky? We rolled out the Golden Corral. I don't know. Ohio? In, in, in Ohio. And, and anybody wants to say, oh, you – it's my ass. I'll go to any public land hunt against you, and I'll put my, my, my son up against any one of them. We're going to come out with a bigger deer. We don't need a bait pile. No. But when you could use a bait pile, you're going to use, use it. a bait pile. Because you know why? 
because it puts the deer at ease, puts them at a steady, and it keeps them in even on a food plot. Yep. I had an ignorant ass comment on one of our things about, you know, about is it really advertisement if you working with a food plot company? We had a food plot out in Kentucky that was as beautiful as anything you could ever see. It was, it's as picture perfect. It is. And the deer were pounding it. And, yeah, we put 500 pounds of corn on the one edge. You know why? Because it was the pinch point. And we absolutely schlocked a five-year-old, dropped him in his tracks at ease. Mm-hmm. And to hear that ignorant well, not, comment, well, it just even, shows how not even that how, though. Oh, it's just not even so that. Like, hold on, stupid. Hold on, with that situation though, it's and what you, what the video doesn't portray in that as well is the deer's there for twenty minutes, right? Then he leaves and comes back for another twenty. Like in twenty of the minutes he ate out of the twenty he ate. At the other end of the food plot. In the food plot. Yeah. So he had, you know, like my wife always says, if you're going to make me a dinner, make sure I got three (laughs) choices. Okay? Three choices on the plate. Don't put a steak and a potato down. Right. Without a salad or some rice or a a vegetable or a zucchini or something. Right? Mm -hmm. Deer are the same way. These deer come in, and you know, they come in, they get a little bit of golden, they go back out, they get a little bit of lots of leaf, they, they get a little bit of, of uh, um, how am I drawing a blank? Um, clover, mm-hmm. chicory, swing back around, wash it down with a little bit more golden. Mm-hmm. Go down to the river. Go down to the river, get themselves a little drink, come and back then come up, back get up. a little bit more golden. And uh-huh. they feel good about it, and they're getting a variety. It's 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 deer-like variety, and in a state that's legal debate, you could also build a repetitious behavior by putting the bait out. Prime Pattern. example. Patterns. Ryan. Mm-hmm. The dude works harder than anybody because he keeps that four-wheeler moving. You never set foot on the property. Keeps that four-wheeler going. Put a little nugget down on the ground, get to the tree, go up, pulls out, pulls back in, puts another little nugget down, maybe three pounds. Mm-hmm. Just keeps that little chum in the water, but you're coming back down. Your feet are never hitting the ground, just the four-wheeler. So we understand how he does it. So if he says, all right, you guys do take care of this because we got a four-wheeler, and we are literally doing it the same way he because he built that repetitious behavior of saying, okay, that four-wheeler is, that's like the ice cream truck. Yep. Well, I think there's a lot to be said with that when you get into, like, you get into a farm place, you get into a farm area, same thing. Like, if you got farm machinery that they're harvesting, oh, park, yeah, park next yeah. to Oh, yeah. You got, we've gone through all this stuff. We got, you know. There's so much little things like that. And this is the, we talked about the free chili. This is the type of things that we're going to help you guys yeah, with. Yeah, just to hear that. Little still, things. I'm still irritated over. Oh, I know. Over that. Well, that's fine. There, just, there, just was, there was there was nothing on coil. Oh, that's fine. There wasn't nothing on the um. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't nothing on the. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't nothing on. The, there wasn't no post on this last one when we put that one out. So. Oh. Uh, I mean, there yeah, wasn't. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't bait in Indiana. 
And well, we went and you bait up to what thirty days for a season. Oh, we, didn't, we, we, we didn't bait. Did, we didn't bait at all. No oh, food plots. We, we did food, we, what we did was we built a, exit and entry, and food plots. Food plots sucked. We yep. did what we could do, but we also had exit and entry. We literally knew how to get around the farm, and that was clearing out. I don't know if you remember, but we cleared out a lot of briar. Oh, I know. Don't I remember. Open up those areas. Well, what that even did too. Tri- even triple tree to get down there, we cleared that top part out. Uh-huh. Just slide right down in there without. Which we cleared a lot out. It was you could see a lot now oh, that yeah, it was yeah. all dead. If I hadn't been back in there until then. Yeah, if you would have went down through there, try to get to that area before you're, you had to zigzag through eighteen different. The other trees, thing that that did too with those. In your eyeball. Oh yeah, the other thing it did with those green briars though, when we took a bunch of that out, I think we we kind of secluded that bedding. To little pieces too, as opposed to where those deer were bedded out, where those does and stuff were yeah, bedding in those and other pieces and, more, and, and patches. More, and more time, yeah. With the farm, so. we would figure out how to attach those a little bit better and, and increase our odds of. But man, that is just a tough, tough farm, and I'm it's a tough area. I'm I'm excited because we we literally could have killed the top two deer out of there. Right. Top deer died, and the second top deer could have died too. Mm-hmm. So. My my wife just stepped in here to say she's leaving. What do you mean hotel? You look beautiful. <laughs> no, I said you look beautiful. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Wait, hold on. Let me go back. Uh-huh. Uh, she's got her um, cosmetology shop, Edge Beauty Studio here in Coldwater. It's their own private. Shop, door, separated by a podcast room. Very successful. She does a great job back where. Um, so, yeah, if you ever want to bring your kids out to shoot, have your old lady get her hair done, get some nails done. Nails, yeah. Eyelashes, um, what else? Eyelashes, they do it all back there. You know, right. one stop. Come bring your kid out. And Tribal gets his homes. eyelashes done once a week. No, they need to get done, though. Um, <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. Couple Traveling weeks, too shaggy. much. Um, I'd have Kyle cut my hair before the wedding. Oh, Instantly, yeah. Ricky saw it. And Who cut your hair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and then she realized it was all watching cut up. So, she was like, uh, hope you didn't pay for that. And I'm like, no, I just got some cutters and cut them out there. Because I had big, puffy silver hair going on. Looking like, um, oh, no, I need to I cut mine. I don't even know, looking like I had a, a big-ass <laughs> wig on a silver Oh. I was gonna buy some Grecian formula. Oh God! Here we just go. Just to lighten it up, or I'll put some in there. But I got so confused looking at it in Walmart, so I just grabbed clippers and it looks good right now. It's still kind you of you to get it faded up for UBO's wedding. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't go into a wedding looking like a like freaking. I don't even know. I got no good reference. Hey, your Trump wig on you. <laughs> oh yeah, my silver Trump wig on. <laughs> We did almost dress up like Joe Biden. To go to his... Yeah, oh. we almost put on some Biden shirts. And, oh, uh, man. Put some mask on and, and go in there full oh. uh, Biden supporters, but we figured we'd probably get our asses kicked really fast in that wedding. Uh, oh. so it would have been, been interesting. We backed out of that ideal pretty quick. Um, Jesus. Other than that, I mean... Well, Hopefully we gave everybody a good update. Um, 
Yeah, we got a lot. Let's see what else. What do you? Where are you going next? Just home here with Abby, right? And I then tomorrow we'll give it a whirl. Um, hunt home. Then I'm off to Dad's next week, back to Tennessee. Yeah, for a holiday. I mm-hmm. think we're doing holiday at home. Then I think so, I'm back to Illinois. I think for one last real good hurrah, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what else to do. I know I'm going to hunt Kentucky and Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, put a, put some time into both those states. And I want to get, I think, in December, Coyote opens up in Kentucky. I think it's open now. I think it's after the gun season. It opens up to the night hunting. Oh, yeah. I remember looking at that. Bobcat opens, too, because we got Bobcat tags for there, too. I'd like to get on a Bobcat down there. So, yeah, it'd be good to get back back on those coyotes. We know we got a lot of coyotes. Um, So, I mean, it would be kind of cool to hunt evenings. Um, we've we've had a lot of success killing big deer in the you know Late not season. hunt mornings and just hunt evenings, and then go out and coyote hunt. Mm-hmm. We did it last year, you know, down in Ohio, killed big deer. Um, oh yeah, that's when Kyle killed those killed both that those that that he killed that giant eight, and then you guys killed that Brendel dog too down there. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. That's why yeah. Illinois kicked off their I night mean, hunting you know, too. The like the tenth, I think, of this month. So they, you know, he's one of those rare guys that. that Kills a lot of big bucks and then goes out and four dogs come in. He shoots all four dogs. Yeah. Um, usually you got to not. <laughs> I've just oh dropped God. a little asshole things. I know you are. This whole podcast is an inside thing, but Dan's just sitting there shaking his head. God, oh my. It's, it's you ever stop. No, that's good. I'm, I'm good with it. Whatever. It's, a, it's the, it's, um. Grassy I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I gotta say this. Yeah, grass ain't always greener, but the problem, problem is a lot of I see, like when you go down south, there's a lot of congratulatory camaraderie. I see a lot of Michigan nitpicking. Um, belittling, and man, oh man, it really needs to stop. You, if somebody shoots a deer and you don't like it, just scroll past it. Yep. Don't start. Yeah, there's a ton of that. There's a ton of that. You see a guy shoot two, three and a half year olds, and he's ecstatic, and you're his friend. You don't need to criticize anything about it. Anything. If Mm -hmm. it ain't something you're gonna shoot, shut up. Right. Shoot what you're going to shoot and then show that off. Until then, until then, shut your mouth. Right. It ain't even showing it off. I mean. Yeah, but it, I guess it ain't at least. showing it off. Just just, it, just shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> if, if somebody shoots something, leave, leave it be. It's Congratulations is a that, great, that, that's a great enough term right. for you to put out there. That's it. Right. You, you know what I mean? What's it, what's what, what your mom used to tell you? If you can't say nothing nice, don't say anything at all. I mean, honestly, like, it's one of those things where, like, most of the people that are running off at the mouth about big deer, this, that, they should have shot this, they shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. It's funny because when you start digging a little deeper, high percentage of them, like, when I, like, 80% of them people, they're shooting the same damn deer that they're commenting on. It is, yeah, it's just unbelievable, the, the, 
Don't get me wrong. There is some guys out there that are consistently putting big gear on the ground and they're grinding and they're doing it right. But just, just shoot what you somebody want. Shoots people shoot what they want. Right. It's their tag. It's their tag. You don't like it. Scroll past it because we're all on the same. We all want hunting rights. We don't want to lose our right. Their forty-two dollars or whatever it costs for the Michigan tag that they bought their little combo tag. That forty-two dollars went to the same place your forty-two dollars mm-hmm. went. So ultimately, they're getting the same benefit no matter whether they shoot. Right. I want to shoot big deer. Yeah, I do too. I want everybody to shoot big deer. Well, right. When everybody shoots big deer, then there'd be more big deer for us more, to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but still. But there ain't nothing you could do about. Well, no. And why would you, why does it matter? I mean, there was a point in our lives where we didn't always kill big deer. No. You know what I mean? I grew up in the brown, it's down phase. I mean, I remember getting in the truck and going, the conversation was this. You see a deer, you shoot it. Really? Yep. Oh, I don't know. Lunchtime, you're like, how many tags you got left? Well, I still got two doe tags. I grew up in the same era. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, brown, that's the way. Brown it, down. It, yeah. and, and sometimes that's fun. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Limitations I ain't, ain't going to go frown on an old school deer drive. Old school hunt. Mm-hmm. Deer camp. Mm-hmm. Just ain't seeing it no more. And you guys that are still doing it, my hat's off to you. You guys yep. are going up, doing the deer camp with your family, the tradition. Hats off to you. Good for you because family is the number one thing. Right. Can I come? And I miss it. <laughs> right. It, it really is something special when you could get out there and spend time with your family and celebrate the spike horn and the 10 point on the same buck pole and know, you know what I mean? So well, man, I think that technology allows isn't us to for do that. everybody. No, not period. at all. Period. Mm-hmm. It's just not for everybody. The cards are just not. In, in there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, you know, you see so much on social media. You see people that you work with and you've and you've given so much to and they're in there just, a lot of people are in it just for free shit or they want to beat other people up because they didn't shoot, quote, unquote, you know, the, the eight point or better, you know, the, so, if you're with Top 10 and you want free shit, you might want to jump out. Because ain't nothing free right now. Ain't nothing free. You got to go out and you got to put the time in. You got to go earn it, even clients. But I tell them all the time, hunt smarter uh-huh. and hunt hard. Hunt smart and hunt hard. With that same statement, nothing though. Nothing free because you just no, earned you gotta earn it. it. You got to earn it. Yeah. Right. And I'm that's where I was going fi- with that. I'm not talking financial. I'm talking about it's no. not going to come to you for free. Go no, you're going to grind. And, yeah. and know, why you're, know why you're hunting when you're hunting. Know, understand your high percentage days. Understand. You look at us. If you listen to the conversations that me, Kyle, and Scott have together and us trying to pick apart where we're going to go and what we're going to do and why we're going to do it because of weather or what deer? I mean, you think, you think that it's not, you know, that hunting's a challenge. Make try then start targeting big deer and see what kind of challenge it becomes then, because th- it it doubles. I mean, and it's not to say that you can't go out there and sit in the woods on a bucket and kill a big deer because you can. You can get lucky. Lots of people win the lotto, mm-hmm. but from the same thing, have quality sits. I didn't win the lotto. Over, I didn't either. Over over your quantity sits a lot of times. And I think that if you can do that and you can 
learn, learn the deer, learn the patterns, learn those things, learn how to either go through some management stuff that we're going to teach you and, and learn how to change some of the deer patterns or create these patterns with golden corral or food plots or travel corridors or whatever. I think your success will go up because you know why you're going to have less stands, less sits in the tree. You're not going to saturate your area with your stanky ass. And you're going to be able to be, you know, way more successful. And it's not because we're better than you or the, because we, you know, we do this, that, or another. No, we just put in the work. And we're going to continue to put in the work, whether you guys do or you don't. But we're here to help you. And we want you guys to, to understand that that's what it's about, too. So, and whether you shoot a spike, a doe, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, you call me and tell me what you shot. I'm high fiving and excited and ecstatic about it. Yeah, seems like every year we got to remind people and remind everybody that celebrations in the hunt, not in the right. rack size. Everybody likes old big rack in their hands. Right. Everybody likes that. Right, but if you need that, if you need that kind of gratification, I'm just gonna say it. Well, I guess you can't touch them there, so you can't say go. Never mind. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, if no, that's the thing, then, you know what I mean? You can go out there to, on 94, and you can go reach through the fence and touch those big racks that he's got out there if you need to. <laughs> At Calderon's place, you know. Oh, Calderon's place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a couple other places. Or, or, you, or, or here's the bottom line. Be proud if you're holding up a six-point rack or a right. ten-point rack. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's what It's what – you have time to do what you can do mm-hmm. and make the most enjoyment out of your hunt and being successful. I heard a story about guys that went on a hunt out of state and it just turned to shit because one guy wasn't getting no deer. He got so sour and just put the rest on the rest of the guys there and it just makes it super unenjoyable for everybody because somebody's so freaking sour that they didn't even enjoy the time, didn't even watch no football. You know, right. I mean, sometimes it's about the camaraderie and it ain't even about the hunt because there's going to be a lot of times where the weather's <coughs> 80 degrees. Excuse me. They're in the rut and the deer aren't moving. You're just not seeing no deer. You still go out there and do it. And you might get lucky. But if you're there with your boys... You should be able to watch a football game, drink a beer, yeah, make do, it some, enjoyable. do some grilling, do some breakfast, and, and, you know, have a pot of coffee. Maybe, you know, you know, pull a prank on somebody. You know, that type of thing of having fun. And, 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 and I think we've put a little bit of that back in our filming. Mm-hmm. Um and we got a lot of good, exciting stuff coming up where you're going to see some stupid shit. <laughs> and it's just going to 10 times fold more because, you know, we got some great stuff that we're doing, and then we got some great stuff coming up with coyote hunting. We got some great stuff that we're going to try to achieve. You know, one of my most favorite things I love to watch is Tim Wells. The guy's just an innovator. He's great. He's, you know, shooting shit with blowguns and doing all kinds of crap. He's out there just having fun. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna try to copy what he's doing, but we want to try to do get bring that fun aspect and but, show that where we're at in Michigan. I'm gonna tell you right now, I have more fun doing the setup mm-hmm. 
than the actual hunt. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point where. Well, I think you've done a lot more of that this year. You've kind of put, you've put a lot of like me and Kyle in places too and said, Hey, here, y- y'all do this. I'm, I'll drive y'all wherever you gotta go or do whatever. I'll film or I'll. It's, yeah, it's getting, I'm getting to that point in my life where it's really. Well, you're taking the reward from a different, it's, it's that you get in that grandpa phase. Look at you. Yeah, I'm getting in that grandpa phase. You kind of get to that <laughs> where you're like, man, that's just, when you kill it, when you harvest that animal. It, it taxes me a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, because you get a little bit closer to that golden gate, and you're like, man, right. I just put him to the... Right. Yeah, you're feeling, feeling yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't even shoot a possum. <laughs> right? Right. I won't shoot a possum or kick a possum. If somebody kicks a possum in front of me, I'm going to kick him right back. Um, You know what I mean? I, I just got... I'm really tactical about the harvest now. Mm-hmm. And you know I love the meat, and I love the game. But I don't need more than what I could actually use. Nope. That's, so that's I'm not out there just to shoot. Right. Just to say, man, I, I, you know. And we're big proponents of the donation side, too. You right. know what I mean? If we get something like that and we're out of state and we're well, in yeah, a time you crunch. You mature buck, you, you donate that meat. Yeah. Put that's that, what, yeah, that's that what I did in Indiana. Yeah. Um, we just, we just, I'm to that point where it's just as much satisfaction to guide my team mm-hmm. and seeing the progression. Like, I got to see progression in you. I got to see progression in Kyle. Um, going leaps and bounds ahead mm-hmm. and adapting and growing and doing the things I never was doing at Kyle's age or even – well, you're, you're pretty close to me, so. I ain't that, <laughs> I ain't that old, so bitch. Oh, uh, I think Dan uses the Grecian formula in his fucking hair because his beard's as white as snow right now. And no, he's gonna it's go not. back. It's long as hell. I need to get cut. You're going to go back and dip that joker in some Sharpie. No, it's all, all natural, Just, man. Yeah. Uh, all you and, he he going to get some Sharpie and put it on there. It's natural. Got, what are them boots? Got some Copenhagen. No, really? Copenhagen boots? That's chew. What are you oh, talking about? What are them boots? Which ones? Them sweet boots we got from um, Oh, Crispy's. Are they Krispies? Yeah. They got from Craig? Yeah. They're Krispies. Yeah. Okay, Krispies. We got some Krispies. <laughs> I could I, not. I couldn't do it, man. Dude. This shit was like they're neon. Orange. They were like road construction orange. So what? There's some, they're the, we got hooked up. Right. But hooked up from Craig. This joker comes out. Trail camera went off on the other side of the farm, and I seen you when y'all was in Indiana. I was in Illinois, and I'm like, oh, the tribe was there. Y'all pulled in, and you had the boots on. I could see you already. Wasn't even anywhere near the camera. (laughs) You you went through nine Sharpies to color your boot in. One. I don't believe you. It was one. Colored his whole boot in with Sharpies. One brand new big boot. If you Sharpied in your boot, you know you're going to Sharpie your beard in. No, I don't give a, I don't give a <laughs> shit about the beard hair at all. I don't care about the beard hair. Uh, if, it don't, if it falls out tomorrow, it is what it is. The yeah. only reason I got it is because told me it. it wouldn't grow back. So it's, that's, it's there's a, a whole other story. You guys. You need Sharpies. <laughs> Nah, it ain't. It ain't. But that's that. I yeah. That was that was a good one. Yeah, I should have took it. Had Brent sharpie it. Yeah, Brent would have loved to sharpie it, but it would have been red, from orange to blood red. No, he has the black too. He uses that on him. He needs to. 
He likes Sharpie stuff. It happens. Uh, I mean, Sharpie works sometimes. Characters. That's that's. You gotta do what you gotta do. The characters. Oh Lord. Well, yeah, that's that's where we're at. That's it, man. We've been we've been freaking telling stories and bullshit to these people for an hour and fifteen. So yeah, we'll get this thing wrapped up. We'll wind it up. We'll get it out there to you guys. If you guys are still out there grinding, man, uh, keep grinding. You know, success could be right around the corner. Yeah, everything can change in a minute or two. So just remember that don't get frustrated. Don't get down on yourself. Don't get down on the hunt. Um, I got a couple of things I'll throw out there. Yeah, go ahead. I'm looking for somebody to, to come through headquarters and get a like a rabbit roundup tournament. Uh-huh. It's been forever since I've Gone out and kicked brush. We used to do that. My my cousin and I. We used Some to do kind that. of rabbit roundup tournament. I don't know if we'd include dogs. Um, you know, we could donate a, a some kind of gun or something like a twenty gauge. Uh, if we're gonna do that, I don't I don't know that. I think we want to do it like no dogs. Do a no dog one because a no dog rabbit. That brush. way it allows. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. If you some something somebody something because this is out of my realm. Mm-hmm. Or if we do it, we do like three people. If you do like three people or four teams. people in a group, yeah, you do teams and one guy's one guy's bird dog. If you got a bird dog and three guns, it is what it is. Yeah, let's do it. But we'll limit it to like four or five guys and four guns or something. Our, our own. That's a good idea. Somebody's out there. We're gonna put this podcast out pretty quick, right? Yeah, I'll put this one out in the next and day. I'll or even so. put something on social media. I'd like to get a rabbit roundup going, like where where you could go out and get some rabbits, and um, you know, and, and maybe we, you know, come back and do biggest rabbit or most rabbits or whatever, and you win a prize, and maybe even cut the meat up, and maybe donate some of the meat, you know, some something big rabbit stew or something, big rabbit mm-hmm. stews or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to kind of bring that back into the community. We're in Branch County. Well, a lot of um, us that grew around here, they you know grew up around here. I mean, we all kicked bush when, when we were. Yeah, we can extend it from Branch County um, wherever to Hillsdale, Lenaway, and you know, kind of call you know headquarters as headquarters. Um, I also kicking around the idea of maybe getting back in the coyote circuit. I got to move pretty quick on it, um, so I'm going to talk to General and Jay. Um, as far as us doing tourneys or us, uh, us hosting well, I know tournament. we were going to, we're going to participate some more, but I know that, um, but I, I wouldn't mind hosting one tournament and get back into doing that. Um, just gives everybody a chance to uncoil and maybe win. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Win a, win some money. Um, you know, I'll, I'll put that guy out to the Midwest guys, um, which is a page open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to get, the, I want to get that going again. Um, and then maybe if we could have a good tournament this year, we'll bring the Stanley Cup back, the ideal of the Stanley Cup. I had that in the works. Just one thing we found out is, if you overextend yourself, it doesn't get done. Yep. So we've been focusing on keeping on track with certain projects, and they're 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 starting to wind down and be done. Dan is coming in a role and helped out with that, and it is it actually comes into where work has to get done and have everything lining up. 
we're, we've been struggling with YouTube to get YouTube out. We're right on the cuff of that. We got the right elements coming. Well, it's going to free us up to do these other things that we've been wanting we're to do right, for a long time. We got the right people yeah. in place. One of them's coming in January. Yeah. Um, and the, the pieces of the puzzle are coming together to give the opportunities to expand. Um, you know, and it was even I heard a rumor about possible possible maybe going to Ohio. Mm, maybe. Maybe 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 different market penetration. Yep. So there's some stuff going on in that area. Well, and then we're, as we go into show season, you're going to see us out there grinding through that as well. Uh, right. Also, I got some ideas for the up and coming fall stuff that we're going to start. We're really going to start putting it together ahead of time now, so that you guys are going to see some different things. I'd like to do some stuff for the boat season next year. I got like a little competition thing in the back of my mind that might. A lot of people are doing that. That boat, boat thing, like boat hunters league. Oh, yeah, it's huge. huge right now. So maybe we'll what do something a, a little. A, what a market that they they put together. It's it's very cool. Yeah, like maybe on a local level, we'll try and see. Yeah, local. So. Local, yeah, because they really did a good job with that. Um, oh, turkey. Never too early to say it. If you need a turkey hunt, you want to go on a turkey hunt. Oh, yeah, we do got some. Turkey. Oh, we We're are gonna slammed have some- <laughs> out on freaking birds. You want to go to Kentucky? Indiana, Kentucky. Hit us up. You want to go to Indiana? <laughs> hit us up. You want to go to Ohio? Hit us up. We will put you on birds. Uh-huh. We are plumb chuck full of birds, and we got the ground. I even got accommodations. Um, I yep. got everything lined up. If you want a fantastic turkey hunt, hit us up. Yep. Hit us up. We are we are full blown ready to put people on birds. It will it will not go unentertaining either. I can tell you. Oh, if no, we're doing we got it flat out Kentucky. Yeah, we got a lot. I think we could take on eleven hunters. 11, 10 to 15 hunters in Kentucky. Half of, much. half of the one farm. And, and guarantee high percent. about 80% success. Because you're going to miss a couple people just flat out miss. Right. Um, right. You know, and we also have some in, uh, availability in Indiana. Uh, it's going to give you a great insight of some of the stuff in the future. Um, mm-hmm. It's not your typical guided hunt. Nope. It ain't going to be me driving you out there, putting you in there. It's going to be pretty damn sweet. And, and we know birds are there. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be there. And we're plum chock full of birds. And we are set up to put people on birds this year. And even in Michigan, we could do a little bit. Mm. Uh, not a whole lot. No. And it seems like Michigan's a lot easier for people to get out get there out. and get their own bird. Um, you know, and it's, it's Michigan's just one of these weird places for turkey hunting. It's it's not a destination, but if you want to go on a cool hunt, hit us up. If you want to go to Kentucky and, 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 and get on some long bears, we got you covered. You want to go to Indiana? We got you covered. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some good, fantastic turkey hunting spots. Um, and, and even... You know, that's going to bring us into the following year. Right. So, with probably expansion on that. So, yeah, I mean, we kind of got to leave that alone, but that's going to get, that's kind of going to go where we're going to go with it. I mean, there's a lot of different things coming. 
Um, we are ready for turkey. Yep. My turkey, 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 we got it. It's there. It's there. We're going to actually put some on social media out there. Mm-hmm. Um, put it on the uh, Instagram and, and the Facebook yep. and offer some hunts. And when the Butnam hunts are booked, they're booked. Um, yeah, it'll be limited number two, guys. So it's not going to be one of those things where we have 20. 500 no, hunts no, no, no. no it's got, gonna be we've got we got a small amount that we're gonna be offering up and and the birds have to be shot they are yep. per quote of yeah we gotta get so many birds off each farm and we we, we can't do it and arrangements have been made well we don't have enough people in no. our in our teams to be able and that's the only thing that we you know we got to make it happen so yeah so that's but. that's there um that have a roundup and maybe I will maybe get with the general so. and Admiral Redbeard and Todd and get them boys to maybe get the tournament set up. In the meantime, I ain't gonna do it. I'm not going to do it. We'll I, sponsor We it. don't have time to do all that in between no, us. No, I will sponsor it. And we will provide the resources for it. And we will get other sponsors involved. Mm-hmm. And I just looking for directors to handle it. I do not want my hands on it because I might even participate in the coyote stuff, you know, because I'm getting into that category where I have shot a deer. You got to be a coyote hunter now. Yeah, I'm going to be a coyote master. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a coyote master. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) We're just being an asshole. Such dicks. Um, anyway, uh, on that note, we're going to, once again, thanks guys for tuning in and listening to our ranting bullshit that we do every week here that hopefully you guys can take at least one small portion, 32 seconds away from it. Yeah. 32 seconds out of an hour and a half. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, uh, we hope you guys are getting out there grinding. We appreciate the listeners and all of the followers. If you haven't liked follow, subscribe to top tens. Um, to our, you haven't been to our website, check that out. If you haven't been to YouTube, you better be subscribed to that. Now go do it. Ring the bell. So, you know, when we're dropping this new footage, cause we have like, what do we, we got like eight hunts. Yeah. One, eight, two, three, four. I don't know. Six, seven, eight hunts. Seven. Eight, maybe more. Eight deer hunts. Eight deer hunts that are going to drop soon. I don't so, know if they're going to drop soon. Well, you know, soon like could mean like before twenty twenty four. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, we're well, not gonna drop soon. We're gonna get them out there, but we don't know. So you gotta stay tuned. We no, need we, you to subscribe. We, right, right, right. We got a lot of stuff we could put on YouTube. We got tons of content filler to put on YouTube. Right, we do. We're gonna get back on to filling the content in there. And you're and gonna get the, the it, teaching stuff we've been doing. We're gonna keep doing that. Right, we're gonna hammer out content and of do some shed stuff this year because we haven't. TV is coming. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna get we're we're literally going to work. We're coming off the deer season here soon. Yeah, so the stupidity starts back up, as you know. Right, so the chess match begins, and we're gonna start from day one again, because we did it last year. We told you we were gonna go shoot, and we're not trying to be cocky. But the chess match is is what we want to focus on. We want to focus on and say, hey, here's the chess match. We're gonna build it, and and, and even if we get the time. And you call me or Kyle up and say, hey, I, you know, I don't have no land to hunt. I, don't have, I might even mentor one person, public land, and I'll put my money, I'll go up against the big boys. Mm. I will. Because we did it. We did it without even going on the mm. land. We did it through 
via satellite images and put two guys on two good public land deer. They did the hunt. All right. we did was say, this is what we do. This is how we approach it. This is how we enter. This is how we exit. Here's the wind cycle for these days. Boom, 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 boom. Swing in from this side, that side. Boom, boom, boom. Hang here. And they did it. Uh, right? Because our philosophy is good. It's, it's good. It's just repetitive. It's just been having the blessing to be around deer. We're blessed to be around deer more and, than other and learn, people. And just learn just learning the animal. That's what right. I said, you know, earlier. It's like learn the animal and you'll be successful. Right. Quality hunts over quantity hunts. There you go. Over and over. So All right. That other than out. that, we're out. Thank you guys again. 